Hello, the story that you're about to listen to is titled The Fight of Faith. This is a powerful story that would help you understand how easy and effective the fight of faith really is. In this story, you'll find out how to practically live by faith and how you can never lose in the good fight of faith. Now here's the story. Everything was pretty normal for the first two months of the new year. Then, in the third month, I began to experience setbacks. My five major clients began to pull out for one casual reason or the other. I didn't see this as a problem at first. I felt that I would still do well since I had many more average and minor clients. I didn't bother myself. Rather, I consoled myself that clients were not supposed to last forever and that I would have more big clients with time. Little did I know that I was heading for a total crash. Business was pretty normal for a while. Then it happened again. One after the other, my average clients began to slowly pull out until I had only a few clients left. Everything happened slowly but suddenly. After carrying out personal evaluations, I couldn't figure out what the problem was exactly because my standards didn't drop a bit. Eventually, the final blow struck. I realized that I wasn't getting any new clients at all. People recognized me as the best, but they kept giving excuses like, I don't have money for now. I need your services, but not for now. I have issues that I'm dealing with for now. I'm having issues with my business partner. We'll check back when we've resolved our conflicts. I like your competence, but something is not settled about you on my inside. The lockdown affected me. I am cutting costs for now and so on and so forth. In fact, things grew worse. A good number of my staff left because I couldn't pay salaries. Still, I didn't give up. I kept making calls and writing proposals until one day something whispered into my mind. It said, this is the end for you. Stop trying. Curse God and die. It came with a very depressing ambience that overwhelmed me, but I didn't give in to it. On one particular morning in July, I woke up feeling too tired to get out of bed. I still couldn't understand how and why everything I had built in seven years could crash in less than a year. So I began to reflect on the past seven years that I had spent in business. I reflected on how I had grown fast and prospered in business. And I also recounted how I had always ensured that I delivered quality services. Although I knew I was in for a fight, I didn't really know what to do. 
I didn't understand why all these were happening to me, even as a Christian, a child of God. When I took to my WhatsApp that day to see if I had gotten any response at all from potential clients, I stumbled over this quote on Otis Story's WhatsApp status. And it read, When a prophetic word comes for the here, we embrace it, internalize it, and fight a good fight of faith with it. After reading this quote, I felt like I had been hit by something hard. There was instant awakening on my inside. And I thank God for it. Although I'm a good Christian who has great value for praying, I had always overlooked and taken prophetic words for the year casually. I just say amen, post it on social media and forget about it. But that changed immediately I read that status. I suddenly became aware that no matter what Satan had planned for a particular year, God has not left us, his children, without help. I realized that he had seen the beginning from the end and has given us his own plans for us regarding that same year. That's why there are some people whose experiences in a particular year are very different from the complaints of others. Even though they walk through the valley of the shadow of death, they are not afraid because their eyes are fixed on what God's word says and his promises to them for that year. Honestly, if I wasn't awakened by that quote, it would have been a total defeat for me. So, I was determined to focus on my church's prophecy for that year, which was victory. I wrote down the entire prophecy and had a daily reminder set for it. So once the reminder pops up, I take up the prophecy and proclaim it prayerfully for about 20 minutes. Although there were times I felt lazy about it, the reminder helps to put me in check most of the time. Again, I wasn't discouraged with the fact that it was already July. I told myself that it wasn't too late for me. I was rest assured that victory is God's plan for me in that year. And what I needed to do is to step into it. Shockingly, I got the final blow in the month of August. My landlord asked me to move out of the house because my rent was seven months due already. I hadn't gotten any new clients and my account balance was so low because I had used up my savings to pay off my staff and clear outstanding debts. At that point, I began to feel like someone had cursed me. I knew that if I didn't do something urgently, I would finally end up on the streets. That night, I cried to God with all my heart. 
I told him that I desire to see his prophecy for the year made manifest in my life. Then that night, I had a dream. I saw a lady holding a Bible in her hands. She was surrounded by what she could see and also what she couldn't see. She appeared to be aware that there were strange forces around her, but she couldn't see them. She knew she was up against something, but couldn't see it. Neither did she know the direction to face. This made me realize that humans can see only what they can see in the physical realm. But aside the physical, there are other things that they cannot see. While I watched her, I asked myself, how is she ever going to win, fighting like a blind woman? Then I heard a voice say to me, she doesn't need to see them. All she needs is faith. Mark 11:24 says, Whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. If she believes she has whatever she desires and does not waver, she will certainly have it. Just then, I saw light rising up from her to heaven. As this light rose higher, I also saw her declaring, Thank you, Lord. You have heard my prayer. I believe I have my desires. I speak it. I have my desires. Hallelujah. Jesus has done all things for me through his sacrifice for me. He has done this for me. Also, I have this. I have this now in the name of Jesus. Glory. Then she began to rejoice as she walked joyfully and confidently. All of a sudden, I observed that the farther she walked, the more the darkness in the unseen realm got thicker. But I also observed that the light shining from her to heaven grew brighter and brighter. I could say that the darkness made her focus more on her faith, probably because there was no other option of light around her to distract her attention from faithing her desires. She rested on faith, and that faith shone as light for her all through her journey through the darkness. Then suddenly, I saw angels coming down through that light, and they were all making deliveries. They were going up and down and delivering answers to her. Just then, an angel came to me and said to me, Faith pleases God. Hold on to God's word and promises for you. If you believe it, speak and rejoice like you already have it, it would be impossible for you not to have it made manifest in your life. When it gets tougher and darker, rejoice because God would never withhold anything from you. But you need to stay at it and never give up. The just must live by faith because God's promises through the finished work of Christ are delivered to you when you pray, rejoice and believe confidently that you have them. You must stay at it continuously 
with the assurance that God always honors faith. Satan would definitely try to distract you with overwhelming challenges, but your consistency in faith without being dissuaded by the lies of Satan is the fight of faith. It is a good fight because faith always wins. I woke up full of joy and courage. I decided to do more than rely on the daily reminders. I allowed the word of God for me, victory, to occupy my heart most times. I spoke victory. I sang victory. I rejoiced in victory. I sowed expecting harvest of victories. I called forth victory and expected the manifestations of victory. It didn't matter what Satan had thrown at me or would throw at me. I had realized that all those are mere distractions to take my eyes off God's promises to me. I was rest assured that if God has promised it, then it's already a reality for me. I made these proclamations twice a day. And this is a proclamation. I believe God has given me victory. He is said to ensure that I walk in victory in every area of my life this year. My rent is paid, hallelujah. My business flourishes. I have all I have lost restored to me. I have an ending harvest of victories. God has gone ahead of me. God has beaten down my foes before me. God has subdued institutions and nations before me. God has gone before me as a mighty man of war and has perfected all that concerns me. I have subdued and God has subdued on my behalf. Despite the uprisings and turmoil, I will be of good share because God has prevailed on my behalf. Henceforth, things have changed for me. This year is one story of victory to another. It is my year of victory. It is my year of victory. Glory to God in Jesus' name. Of course, there are times I was tempted to feel sad, but I knew the decision was mine to make to either focus on God's reports and agenda for me or to focus on the agenda of Satan. While still in faith, nothing really happened till October 26. I was only able to persuade the landlord to give me some time till the end of November. Things grew even more worse, but the darker it got, the more I rejoiced because I knew God is reliable. On the 6th of October, a thought crossed my mind to do an online advert. I resisted it at first because all I had on me was just 2,000 naira. At that moment, my second reminder to take my proclamations of victory for that day popped up. By the time I was done with the proclamations, the fear and uncertainty about the online advert had disappeared and I was fully persuaded to go ahead with it. That was it. The results were overwhelming. I advertised to train people on my skills and I got 200 trainees who wanted to learn my skill. Each of them paid 200,000 Naira amounting to a total of 40 million Naira. With that, not only were my losses restored, I also got way more than I usually made yearly in my seven years in business. Till date, I have learned the good fight of faith. 
Indeed, it is a good fight because it always wins. As long as I believe it and stay in faith, I am sure that it is mine. Thank you for listening to this inspiring and amazing story. We know that you have been blessed by it. So this story was originally written by and narrated to you by otisstories.com. I'll see you in the next story. God bless you.